to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Hagrid. And in this week's episode, I don't know why I say this week like we're weekly, we're not, we just, <laughs> we seem to be by whenever the hell we want weekly. Yeah, yeah. Um, whenever something decent comes out. Oh yeah, <laughs> or whenever we have an idea. We're going to talk about kind of like the future of comic book films as it stands, both the Marvel and the DC slate, um, and maybe some other bits in between, just because obviously we've had some trailers, which we just talked about in the last episode. James Gunn is like announced his whole like slate of what's coming up, and Kevin Feige and a lot of Marvel talk has been happening because of the state of the last phase and Quantum Mania just coming out as well. So yeah, it's just gonna be an all around mishmash, bish bash of just what we think. Um, before we do, as usual, thank you to everyone out there who is listening. We love you all, but please. Don't forget to rate five stars on us. It really, really helps us as much as listening to us, maybe even more, if you just go and rate us five stars now. Um, You can also go on our website, which is in the description below, talknerdy.uk. Go around it, peruse it. There's loads of reviews of comics and films and TV. There's podcasts, there's blogs, there's vlogs, there's interviews with cosplayers, there's trailers, there's tons on there. Um, And I was forgetting something else. Oh, and email us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. And obviously with me today, Hagrid is going to be an excellent add-on for this because me and Hagrid are quite the comic aficionados. Yes. So this is something we've been... Well, you actually suggested this. Yeah, yeah. I just... I wanted to... Now that we're officially into Phase 5 yeah. of Marvel MCU, I would like to... Maybe just look at what's been hinted at, what we think they're going to do in the future. Mm. And now that we've just had the Flash trailer out as well, which will officially end, really, the DCU DC as we know universe, it. Until James Gunn takes it back over at some point in the future. Um, so, it's quite interesting. We're at a sort of turning point, almost, in comic book films. Yeah, I suppose you're right. This year's going to be like the the... Either the next step forward or the two steps back, depending yeah. on what happens. Because do you ever hear people like say that they're getting like sick of them? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, like like the. I what do they call it? They call it a uh, comic book fatigue. Fatigue. They call it the, the fatigue of it all, which I get. I do get, but I don't know if that's just normies talking. No, do you, do you know what it is? I think I think I've said this before in a podcast, but I, I don't think I went into it with that much depth. Um, I think the state of comic book films now is just repeating, mirroring the state of comic books in the eighties and the nineties when it was just we're expanding, we're expanding. Oh, people like that character. Okay, they get their own line. Or they get their own film. Mm. It's like, all right, okay, people aren't liking this character, so we'll cancel that, we'll reboot it, we'll put them in a different franchise. Which is how Marvel and DC operated for a very long time with their comic books. And it kind of came to a peak in the 90s when they just had to start resetting the universes from the beginning when you have things like the um, Final Crisis in DC and you have the Ultimate Universe and things like that yeah. in, um, in the Marvel Universe. 
So I think it's getting to that point in the films where it's starting to get a bit messy. Do you get what I mean? With yeah. TV shows. And I think back when it was, oh, this is a character that I like and they're doing a film about them, like Thor mm. or Iron Man or the Hulk or something like that. And even to an extent in the later times when it was like, oh, Civil War. I, lo- I love Civil War and we get to see Iron Man against um, Captain America. It's great. Whereas now, people don't know who Kang is unless you've read the comic books. Correct. The Avengers that we, my generation at least, grew up with mm. aren't there anymore. There's no mm. more Captain America. There's no more Tony Stark. There's no more um, Bruce Banner, really. He's off doing um, the She-Hulk and stuff. He's sort of been minimised to a no longer Avenger role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man is really the lead Avenger and only five or six films ago he was The Apprentice. Yeah. So I understand... Well, he's been knocked back a peg because everyone's forgotten who he is and he's street level as fuck now. He's not even Ev- got his, Everybody his... knows he's still Spider-Man. They just don't know that he's Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is like he doesn't even have the Iron Man suit anymore. He's just got the very basic suit. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think he's going to try and be the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man and he's going to get pulled out of that in the films to come. Mm. But... A lot of the heroes that you expect to see in a Marvel film these days aren't there. Mm. And that's fine. That's just the world that we live in and, and it's evolving and actors are growing older and things like that. And that's totally fine. But I don't think they're doing a great job at appealing to the next generation to be excited for Ironheart, for example. Oh, or... God. Because let's face they're setting up Young Avengers, yeah. aren't they? With Cassie and the new Quantumania... With um, Ironheart, yeah, Ironheart as well, and um, what's her name as well? Shiri, Shimmy from Shuri, Shuri from Black Panther. Panther. Um, there are other examples of what the um girl in Hawkeye. Yeah, um, she's a new Hawkeye. (laughs) Well, yeah, Hawkeye. Uh, They're really setting. Oh, and they're Black Widow's sister. Yeah, uh, Florence Pugh's character. So they're really setting up this next wave of Avengers. Mm. who are going to be the young Avengers, really. But there's... I don't see anything tying them together. I know. I think what's really... What, what was always good about the first films and as it went on was you would have to look for the thread, but when you found it, they would make it very clear, this is the thread, this is the link. Well, yeah. I, I got excited because I think Shang, was Shang-Chi the first one from this phase? From Phase 4. From Phase 4, yes, I think Shang-Chi was yeah. the first and one. And the very first, like, link that you... Or setup that we saw was them saying, like, when you activated your rings, you've, like, something... It called out to something out there in the universe. Yeah. And we're like, ooh. And then you have all the existing Avengers there. Yeah. And going, ooh, this is interesting. And then that's never come up again. It's been... So many TV shows, so many movies, and this has not come up again. And I feel like we've said that we're going to do like an end, an after credits episode yeah. where we go through them all because we're beginning to think that they don't really fucking make sense or matter now. Yeah. And at one point they did, but it's like I am failing to see the thread, and I don't mind it not being a thread, but then that was what was exciting about it. It's, t- it's leading yeah. you down a path, whereas I don't think there is any path. It's like it's just like random comic books in a store now. I feel like as well, it's a little rushed mm. to get there. 
Well, the CGI it, staff will tell you. It is. <laughs> well, if it, I mean the the pacing of the films. If you look back at how Phase One and Two and and eventually Three played mm. out, you had their individual films and then a film where it made sense for them to come together because it was a global threat and they all happened to be there at the same time with Avengers. Mm. Then you have another one where they're forged in fire with Ultron. And then eventually, when it comes to we've got to fight Thanos, of course, it's even though they've disbanded because of Civil War, mm. we're still the Avengers. We've still got to step up to the task. Whereas now, it's like, okay, there are all these heroes scattered about, but if you've not watched Hawkeye, then there's a whole one missing. Yeah. If you've not watched the new Black Panther, there's potentially two missing completely. If you've not watched Black Widow, there's one missing. I think Black Panther, by the way, was like, we, we didn't do a spoiler review of that because that came after we decided to not review everything, nothing against Black Panda. Black Panda. <laughs> Black Panther. Um, we just, we just, that was during the stage where we're just going back to try and do episodes and only if we really feel like talking about something. But that film, for me, was such a waste of a film because I felt like, have you seen it, by the way? I've not, but again, I've, I've, I know what happens. You, you've got the, the, the crib notes, as it were. Yeah, yeah. I've watched, I've watched a lot of breakdowns of it and things like that. It just, it felt like it went on literally Wakanda forever, and it just. I enjoyed that. Yeah, and it just didn't feel like I've, it built anything other than it was like a name or origin story more than anything. Yeah. Add less than less of a, a Black Panther sequel. And then what really ground my gears was have you if you've watched the crib notes, have you seen the the end credit scene or know about it? Remind me of it. Oh fucking hell. Well, if you haven't seen it then I'm it's a it is a spoiler. Oh no no, I don't mind that. Don't okay. So at the very end, Shuri goes to visit um what uh uh oh, fuck it, I can't I can't remember his name. Because I'm gonna, I'm trying to, I'm, my brain's going Kamala. I'm like, no, the king that's of the other off. tribe. No, fucking Black Panther. He's got a uh, Chadwick Boseman's character. Oh, called... T'Challa. T'Challa. Jesus, my brain was going fucking Kamala. <laughs> T'Challa. T'Challa goes... Harris. T'Challa. Um, T'Challa's love interest in the first film. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And goes to visit her and goes like, why weren't you at the funeral and blah, 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 like that? And then it's because she's had a kid with him. Oh shit. And she's been hiding and we're told to hide and keep him safe and keep him over and go what's he called he goes, well, he's called T'Challa yeah I was like right so we spent a whole film trying to establish that Black Panther is a female now and it's Shuri but really what you're doing here at the very end is to say but don't worry we've got a male Black Panther and he's still going to be called T'Challa so we've kind That's of fine. we've moved on we've yes. moved on already and it was I just remember watching that end scene going again that could have been the film yeah. the protecting of the child or something, putting it at the end just seemed like such a undoing of the entire thing I've just watched. And I feel like a lot of Marvel is either not linking properly or it's undoing its own work. I feel like they've got a lot of different people on a lot of different projects and they're not communicating. Which is what DC said, DC, which is what Gunn said was the problem with DC. He recently came out and went, previously you just had to go to Warner Brothers and go, I'm interested in making this film. And they go, okay. And go, just make sure it ties in with what we have already. And then they didn't even really check it to make sure if it did. Hence the Batman and Joker. Yeah. And hence everything being fucking All a mess. The shop. Yeah. Well, I, I would say, as, I think that the benefit of the MCU is Kevin Feige. Yes. 
and the fact that I think he does have an overarching vision. And I do think that eventually it will pan out. Mm. I think the worry is, if they get to Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty, and it's good, but it's not... If they haven't set the roots for it up properly, then we won't kind of care going in. It'll be like... It would be like going into Multiverse of Madness and it doing that again, whereas Multiverse of Madness should have been setting up stuff better. Yeah. I don't think it really set up too much at all, again. And, I, I mean, nothing can ever really top Endgame because it was the first of its kind of kind to do that. But mm. if it doesn't, at least, if it's not at least as good a film as Endgame, you could argue that the entire last two phases are a flop. Yeah. A waste. I also think it's mad that I think it took didn't take ten years to get to Endgame, and I can't believe we're already past Phase Four. Yeah. And it's been like I'm sure it's only been like a year and a half. I think Phase Four was aided by the fact that TV scheduling you don't have to line up with when people are more more likely to go out, and mm. you don't have to like you know, oh Christmas is near there, so people go to people don't go to the cinema until after Christmas, so we'll bring it out on Boxing Day, and you don't have to worry about stuff like that. You can just whack it on Disney Plus and trust that people will watch it. Um, I also think it's a lot quicker to film a TV show than it is a movie. Mm. And I think that they had a lot of it filmed well in advance before we even knew that we were going down this route. Like, I think WandaVision was probably filmed alongside Endgame. If you get my... I think Elizabeth Olsen was probably filming both of those things at a similar time period. It wouldn't shock me. That was like the most expensive TV series ever made, wasn't it? Uh, until Lord of the Rings topped it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lord of Um, the Rings did that. But I think that they've had... They have a plan. I just don't think it's as clear as it was early. Because remember in the early phases, it would be at the end of Avengers, there's a shot of Thanos. Yeah, exactly. In Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a hint to Thanos. Yeah. Kang has been in Loki. Yeah. And he was in the end of Loki. And we saw him get killed. Which is weird. Because we've seen a villain get defeated immediately. Do you want to hear my theory of Quantumania? Go on. Uh, you know, obviously Quantumania ends with him being pushed into the portal. Yeah. I think he is going to find the Beyonders in that portal. Oh. And that's how he's going to break into Secret Wars. There has been one... There has been one constant thing that's been mentioned and it's been incursions yeah incursions has been mentioned uh throughout i think it was in multiverse of madness after it was in quantum mania mentioned it again um it it's was loki obviously yeah it was i've i want to say it was at some point mentioned maybe in shang chi or in something it was another t- i think his rings uh the ten rings uh kang technology you reckon well, when, oh, of course, because it's back in time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and whenever they're sending out a beacon to someone... It's to Kang. I, I think, well, if you look at all of Kang's technology, it's orange until he uses it, and then it turns blue, like the rings. Oh, shit, And I think yeah. it's the same technology as your girl's bangle in uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Potentially yeah. even maybe something in Moon Knight. Because well, Moon ancient Knight. Egypt links very heavily with to, Kang. Yeah. Because one of the Kang variants is a pharaoh. Yeah, that's that's people have said he might be he might there's a big rumour saying he's actually probably gonna feature in the second season well, of Moon Knight. In the um 
end credits. Yeah, he's in the end credits of, scene. Of Quantumania, you see quite a few Kang variants. That's there, one of the it? best end credit scenes, by the way, I've seen in ages in Marvel. That felt like what they should have been doing throughout the uh, phase yeah. four. I just that made me go, whoa, shit, hold on, cancel this, this yeah. I think um, like the Council of Ricks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what the Council of Ricks is based on—the Council of Reeds, yeah. originally, because Reed Richards obviously has his own council to kind of combat the yeah. Kang Council, even though that Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards. Um, yeah, if you didn't know that, Kang is Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kang feels scary. He is scary. I actually do think he's a very good scary character. Um. I think he, Jonathan Majors as well, is a brilliant actor. Mm. So I think he's going to smash it. It just feels weird to already having seen him be defeated twice. But it, they might be setting up that he just keeps coming back. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, even if you kill one, like a Hydra, three more pop up. Um, and these two, and these ones so far, are the, the ones we've seen die, are one that, I don't think the one from Ant-Man is dead. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. They confirm that he's dead. The council decides to confirm he's dead. I don't think he's dead. No. Um, I think he's gone whatever's beyond. Yeah, into the Beyonders. Quant- beyond the quant- obviously, realm. the Beyonders set up Secret uh, secret Wars. Yeah. So I think he's going to... He I think he is Kang the Conqueror. No, he 100% is. They yeah. call him the Conqueror all the way through. Yeah. But he is going to come... I think... Kang Dynasty might actually be Kang with the Avengers mm. versus the Kang Dynasty. And then Kang turns on the Avengers. Avengers for Secret Wars. And then all the Avengers have to band together to defeat him. It's fucking it, it, see, Kang is the most interesting thing, and now he's been he's been brought in. That's what we're talking about yeah. now. Whereas the previous phase They've just felt like I said. They just felt like we've. It almost felt like we've got ideas for some shows. Let's do them. But there's been no. Again, yeah, no solid. I feel Daredevil's been maybe the link in the street level stuff. But again, he wasn't using uh, Falcon and a Soldier, which is definitely street level stuff. Um, Kamala Khan seemed to be setting up X Men weirdly enough. Yeah, that's odd. The fact that she's a mutant. Uh, yeah, people are going nuts. The first. First mutant in the Marvel universe. I was like, human. "Oh, metahuman." Then I was like, "Wait, that's DC. That's, yeah, that's not right." <laughs> she hope she hope is a bit confusing as well because it kind of established that oh, there's loads of supers around now. There's loads of people with powers, but they don't explain why. And it broke the fourth wall. I didn't mind heavily. The break. I didn't mind the breaking the fourth. I liked. That. No, I like breaking the fourth wall, but I mean the whole stuff where she was like talking to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. It was very odd. I like that bit where she's going, so when are we getting X-Men? And looks at the screen and like, eh. Yes. like a Pete, actually. Yes. Like, yes. Don't worry, I got this. Um, but that, so I am excited. I'm excited but pensive about Marvel. Shall I give you the list? Yeah, go on, let's have the list. Of the Marvel films that are, are coming out. So yeah. we've got Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Excited. Coming out this May. Yeah. Um, we've then got The Marvels, which is obviously kind of a sequel to Captain Marvel and... To Miss Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Again, I, that's, that'd be nice to finally link that up. So that's good. Then we have uh, Captain America New World Order. Oh, that's, by the way, that's going to link up one division and Because I, of um, the Marvels is because of... Um, the Marvels is going to link up one division. you mean? Yeah, yeah. Because of, uh, remember, what's his name? Gets her powers, what's she fucking called? Agatha? No. No, 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 no. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. Yeah, she's yeah. a Marvel. Yeah. So yeah, she'll uh, she'll be so that'll link them nicely. Yeah. So that's gonna do that work. Go on, Karen. Um, sorry. Captain America: New World Order, I think, is going to set up Thunderbolts. Yeah, I think it is. In that we've got, uh, I've forgotten what her name is, but she's kind of the Marvel oh, equivalent call... of. Um... I, I call her Lady Hydra. That's my nickname for her. I don't know. Yeah, if that's she's her name. she's played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, she? and she's fucking um, awesome whenever she's she, on screen. She, as well. I love Julia Louis Dreyfus. Seinfeld's one of my favourites as well. And Veep is great. Um, but that's awful. Sounds more like a banjo. But her her character, who is basically the Marvel Amanda Waller, mm. um, we found out was married to Martin Freeman's character. Yes, that was interesting. And so there's gonna be a revolt between the government and supers. It's mm. gonna be a proper next step civil war. Mm. So that's what I think New World Order is gonna be about because yes. obviously the end of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you had oh yeah because they sign up um, they sign up um, fake Captain America yeah and be... they well he shits on the senator publicly doesn't he yeah, in front yeah. of everybody so that's gonna be bad they're not really gonna get on because Martin Freeman's just been fired for doing all his shady shit with Wakanda yeah so they're gonna then set up Thunderbolts yeah which is the next film to come out after that. Which, who's oh, that? is it? Yeah, yeah. so um, New World Order is currently uh, scheduled for May 2024, and then July 2024 is Thunderbolts. That's what I mean. So they're also taking a bigger gap now between the films, and I think they're going to slow down the TV shows because they're trying but, to stop the fatigue. But then they're also smushing them together. Have you noticed? What do you mean? So, oh, like, oh like, so it only takes like, a season of... like I know what you mean, yeah. So... Um, season of the year. It, it's November 10th, 2023 is the Marvels. Mm. Then you've got a massive wait until May 2024. But then it's only two months later in July you get Thunderbolts. It's, yeah. They, because I they think they're going to gonna knock on to one another. Yeah, but they used to do that. They used to have like two near each other and then a nice big gap. But either way, Thunderbolts, um, which is going to have um, Florence Pugh, who yeah. we said earlier. Um well, you should have what's his name playing. Taskmaster is going to appear as well. David Harbour as the Red Guardian. Yeah. Um. So Ghost what... might be in it from uh, Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of possibilities there. Um, Hasn't Harrison Ford signed on to play? Um... Yeah, because he passed away, didn't he, Colonel Richard? Yeah. Not Colonel Rich. Betty. Colonel for Thund- Thunder. Uh, General. Yeah, Thunder. yeah. Thunder. Um, Betty Ross. Yeah. Um, Ross. Yeah, Colonel Ross. Part of the actor who played him in. Obviously, the Incredible Hulk and reprised the role in Civil War. Whoa. He's unfortunately passed away recently. So They're getting Harrison Ford in. Yeah. Some young blood. <laughs> Thunderbirds is going to officially end. Thunderbirds? Thunderbolts, even. <laughs> Imagine that. They made a Thunderbirds. Oh, Thunderbirds. With... Uh, Thunderbolt officially age, uh, ends phase five. On what? Se- Does it? Yep. So, wait, phase five ends in 2024? Yep. Why? Why is these phase. Phases taking two years. Remember, the three phases to got us to Endgame took ten. Well, in fairness, let's see what have we got in that. So, Quantumania. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The Marvels. Yeah. Captain America. Yeah. Thunderbolts. Five films. Uh, I feel like okay, and there is going to be like Daredevil and stuff in between that, but okay. Then Phase Six. Okay. 
is Blade. Blade. Who we've had a hint at. In the, that was in Eternals, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the end scene of Eternals. Um, so that which has also happen. been forgotten about completely. Yeah, no one's talking about it. Although it was brought up. When did it get brought up? Someone mentioned um, in one of the films, oh, the, uh, the guy sticking out of the ice cap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mentioned in... Oh, is it in, I think it was actually in um, Ms. Marvel. I think it was in the TV oh, right, show. That they brought, just I, casually bringing it up. They just casually mentioned it or something. Um, but Blade... They've, I've heard they've also started filming Eternals 2. Oh, it's in, sorry, it's in pre-production, Eternals 2. Is that it? when we're going to get Harry Styles as Thanos' brother? I don't know. That film just felt like such a... Again... Thread together. No well, communication. Nothing's happened. What's happened? Like you said, no. This film happened, and we've heard no repercussions in any other fucking film. And then the end credit scene did it matter because we've again not seen it in any other. The only thing I can think it might tie into is Guardians of the Galaxy three because of space. Yeah, literally, that's it. Space. And then it's. I think it's just more meat for Secret Wars as well. Mm-hmm. Hey there guys, it's Jay, and I'm here to tell you in this little commercial break to go listen to our band, Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Notes. So, if you like music like this, or maybe music like this, or maybe you want to check out our brand new single, You Don't Want to Know and I Don't Want to Talk About It. You should go on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, and search for Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knobs. The link is in the description below. Please do it, because essentially it's the closest thing to a Patreon. You listen to our music, it streams, we get some monies. So, yeah, go listen to our band, enjoy our music, and if you want us to play a hometown, email talknetheuk at gmail.com. Peace! It is dumb, in, in my opinion. Uh, it's a bit weird but anyway uh, Phase 6 Blade coming out September so only a couple months after so there's not a big separation between Phase 5 and 6 really Um, well we just had that with Quantumania and uh, did Thor close off Wakanda Forever oh Wakanda yeah Wakanda Forever there's only a few months in it so then um, Deadpool 3 Deadpool 3 yeah that apparently is a, that's apparently going to be a big Secret Wars tie-in yeah I've, I I can see that happening it's, it seems like a decent way to finally get Deadpool into the MCU means that he's got there's a lot of fodder for them to play with as well With I've heard that the incursions the reason that the heroes are going to fight from the incursions and try and like, take another world and hope to survive is the war is going to be started by the Iron Man of the world where uh, Stephen Strange went to in Multiverse of oh, Madness. Yeah. He's going to be pissed because he was on the um, the Illuminati. Oh, and right. They, they okay. all his mates. So he's going to be like getting the band together to. I mean, this is an evil Logic. universe. Right. They came at us with an evil Wanda and an evil Stephen Strange, who on their world he's known as being the bad guy anyway. Yeah, yeah. So apparently that's going to be the kind of the Secret War setup. It could be. You see, I, I was thinking as a different stance the secret wars is going to get set up by the council of kangs are trying to stop incursions but yeah. then they just keep making more every time they try to stop them so kang the conqueror is gonna destroy the council of kangs and then he's like i'm gonna restore the one two true timeline but by that point all these people are together and they're like no you can't destroy their timelines they're 
you'll kill them all. So then it's going to be the Avengers fighting for the right for the timelines to stay. It's going to be a Sophie's choice. It's going to be like, in order for everyone not to die, you're going to have to kill, basically do a Faust. You're going to, you're yeah. going to have to kill half of the, not half the universe, half the universes. But, you're going to have to let a half the universes in the multiverse die. And the Avengers are going to be like, no, there must be another way. But the problem is, some of the Avengers might not see it that way. Exactly. Some might say, yeah, they have to die so that 616 can prevail. Yeah, there so, will be. Yeah, I think that's how they're going to set... And I think Kang the Conqueror is going to come back with the Beyonders from this world that he's I like that into. idea of the Beyonders. That, is, that, would be, that would make more sense. Uh, after Deadpool 3 is Fantastic Four. I All I need is Doom. <laughs> all you need is Doom. My problem is, um, if you've read the comics, Kang... Mm-hmm. All his technology that he uses is stolen from Doctor Doom. Right. So, so why is that a problem? If anything, it again shows a nice tie. Yeah, that's what I mean. We need Doom. Yeah. They need to introduce Doom before Kang. And I, just, just can we introduce a Marvel villain and not kill him, please? I don't want Doctor Doom to be a one-time... No, Doctor Doom has to... Doctor Doom is... You're saying this, you're saying this, but there's been plenty of villains that they should have had much longer runs than one film. But Doctor Doom is the only villain left who could end a saga. Yeah. True. Like, there's no one... Galactus? Again, yeah. But the scale isn't right. I think for the third one, it's going to be Doctor Doom and the scale is going to... Be brought right down to a personal level. Mm. Um, or Magneto, I guess. How 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 late can we leave X Men? Because all I'm saying is Magneto. His whole thing was he was brought up in a prisoner of war camp in the Second World War. Bro, that's like nearly eighty years ago. How old is Magneto expected to be? That's true. But then you could it's just um, make him black, and he was brought up in a racist area and like, yeah his, I suppose. Fa- his family were killed by police officers make him Vietnamese like if you want to really add a lot of time on <laughs> well, well yeah you could do whatever really yeah I suppose you could um, do that so Fantastic Four is coming out February 2025 so we've got a long wait for that then Kang Dynasty immediately <laughs> after um, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four that strikes like, me as being like how Ragnarok went straight into Endgame three months later yeah, there'll be something there. Something. So the Fantastic Four film is going to end with Kang. So that's weird. So Kang Dynasty, right, is what year? 2025. May 2nd, 2025. So at the end of Quantumania, it comes up and it says Kang will be back in... Does it say in Kang Dynasty, actually? Or am I misremembering that? Because I know it's a, the end credit scene is just a, basically a quick snippet of Loki Season 2. Yeah. But I can't remember if it said if it said Kang will be back in Loki season two, or did it say Kang will be back in Kang Dynasty? Because I saw someone made a meme out of that, being like, "Well, of course he fucking will be." Yes, it's called Kang Dynasty. But I don't know. I'm I think not... I think he'll be back in. He'll be back in a few. Fantastic I think they're gonna. Four. I think they're gonna litter him for a lot because they need to. Yeah. He and they, I think they know they've got gold with him. Yeah. I think he, they know he's good. Yeah. When you see, have you actually seen the scene? The, the uh, Council of Kang scene. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. It's, yeah, I, I think they know they've got good. Yeah. So he'll be, he'll be throughout all these films, he'll show up. And then there's a year wait 
almost exactly a year wait. Oh, people going to die! <laughs> to Avengers Secret Wars. Wow. So they must either A, not be revealing what they have in between then, or just are going to just let us just sit there in absolute horror and have to deal with it like we did between um, Endgame. Yeah. There's a couple of unscheduled films as well that have been officially announced but haven't been given a date or they're, they're mm. still in pre-production. Uh, they've announced X-Men, Shang-Chi 2, mm. Spider-Man 4, and your personal favourite, Armour Wars. <laughs> I'm not... It's Gaz who thinks that's I the know, stupidest yeah. thing in the world. Armour Wars, yeah, they're making that into a film and yeah, a TV show. Yeah, a TV show now, yeah. But that's what they would do. I think the same decision was made on another thing. I can't remember. Was it Blade? I think Blade. They were thinking of doing a TV show and that's a film now. That seems about right. I think that they, I think Faggy's maybe realising the TV shows can work, but they maybe need to polish it up. Polish it up a bit. They're not ready for the TV. Also, I don't think Disney Plus would be ready for an immediate eighteen release on their platform. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. I think if a film has been in the cinema and then they're like, we own the rights to it, so we'll put it up. That's fine. But if Blade's got to be an eighteen, it's got to be R rated. You say it's got to be an eighteen. I think it takes a lot for a film to be eighteen now. I would be. I think it'd be a fifteen at the max. 15 doesn't even exist. Yeah, really but exist. Blade. I know, I know, but I'm just, I'm like, just saying, I'm, I, I'm, I would not, I would not put any money on Blade being an 18. That's fair. That's fair. I'd like it to be, but I just wouldn't. Um, should we take a big jump on over to, to DC? DC. Yes. And have a look at their upcoming roster. Because that's more, more, in, that's actually more interesting to me because we've kind of talked about that before the phase when we had just a couple of titles in a previous podcast but and we hadn't really finished this phase or seen quantum mania no so or kang so that's been interesting to kind of get a a look through the lens but yeah dc i'm kind of like i don't know how to react to this because i the stuff james gunn's like oh we're gonna do this it's like I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me excited or very, very, very nervous. Like, it's one of them where when you think you're a comic book fan and then you talk to somebody and they're like, oh, what did you think of this run? And you're like, I ain't got a fucking <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I need to reestablish myself. Have you ever, has Bibby told you about the time when, when he was in New York and he went to buy Yoda, epi, uh, Yoda issue two, I think? It was he, was just, he in Midtown Comics or something like he that? He just went, he said, it's a good excuse to own a comic, New York comic yeah. book shop, I want this comic. So he went in. And the guy who was like selling it to him went, oh, uh, as he put it on the counter, was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a really good issue. This uh, this writer's done some really good stuff. And went to clearly say something, yeah. and Bibby just cut him off and was like, yeah, I know, I've read whatever it has. He's already written. And the guy was like, oh, um, right. And then Bibby said he was just like, I, oh, I felt bad, and no. I completely disarmed him. He no. no, didn't know where to go. <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> Because I think he said he was in a hurry, oh. and he just wanted to get out, and he was like, I've, and Laura was there, and oh, she's got no interest in sticking around with two guys shoot the shit over comics, but yeah, Bibby that, said, Bibby that's so painful. <laughs> so if you're listening, bro, Bibby's sorry, but he just, he had to. I, that sounds more like something you do, I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, I have to do that when I'm talking about wrestling with people, they begin to like, start talking about, it's like, when people start talking to me about Hulk Hogan or Macho Man, I'm like, why do you not? Don't go into a craft ale store and go, oh, have you heard of Wayne Wright? <laughs> <laughs> Come talk to me about some Raw is War era. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. 
Fucking hell. Anyway, yeah, DC, James Gunn, let's go. Okay, so officially the next DC film out is Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, which they are. We forgot to talk about. Ironically, in the last like DC. Yeah, Um, there hasn't really been any push for this. They've clearly not bothered about it. I think they've filmed it, so they're not going to not put it out. Yeah, and it's a shame. They're not promoting it. Because Shazam did really well. And it looks decent, this as well. Like, the trailer looked alright. Yeah, and Zachary Levi is really good. Yeah, and it's got fucking Dame Helen Mirren in it. I know, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Um, so it's a, it's a fucking it's a good film, by the looks of things. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that one out. No, I will. I'll go to see that. After that, still this year, June twenty third, twenty twenty three, we get the Flash film. I can't believe that's in June. That's like three fucking months away, man. Yeah, it's not even far. Yeah, um, check out our last episode and know what we think about the Flash. I think we can we can peruse around that one. We've yeah, really yeah. gone into depth on the Flash in our last episode. Um, just as a as a jumping off point, I think this is a reset. For the DC universe, isn't it? Yeah. Just so people understand where we're coming from. Comic books have a tendency to do a universe reboot sometimes. When they've written too many stories and they're like, oh, we can't do any more content because we're contradicting things we've done in the past. Mm. Comic books have a tendency to reboot the universe, usually through some multiverse-ending experience. Like Secret Wars. Like Secret Wars or like Final Crisis, like DC had done before. So what it seems like DC are doing is they're trying to find a logical way for an explanation for why this universe that we've had over the last 10 years of DC is going to evolve into the new James Gunn universe. I feel like that bit in the trailer where um, Barry Allen's going, oh my God, I messed up our entire world. I messed up our entire universe. You could just put... Uh, Photoshop any face of any director of a DC film from the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Or any DC executive, just like, yeah, you fucking did. Yeah, you fucking did, mate. (laughs) Ezra Miller, yeah, you did. (laughs) You kidnapped people, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I think it's going to be an important film. It's going to be... Like, imagine if there was a film before 2008's Iron Man. Right. This is going to be that. It's going to be the the reset button I think so the first yeah um, what's interesting I think the next one is Aquaman after that isn't it no 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 the next one after that so probably the first of the rebooted films Mm. is Blue Beetle yeah oh god yeah and I remember this so he has said that Blue Beetle's going ahead I feel like that's another one that's gone through a few rewrites because when that got signed off I think they were like yeah just do a Blue Beetle film just do one and I think James Gunn's had to come in there and go, well, we'll do one, but it needs to fucking tie in. Yeah. But it's a really odd one to start. Yeah, Blue Beetle's a weird hero, man. He's Because he, he's a teenager, isn't he? In, in the costume. So. He's, he's young in the costume. He's still learning how to be a hero, usually, in all the content I've seen of him. Right. Um, I usually see him in, like, animated Batman stuff or animated Green Lantern stuff. He tends to pop up as a side character. Mm. He does not scream standalone film to me. Yeah, like, my brain just immediately keeps singing Big Bad Beetleborgs <laughs> rather than taking him on. Then again, you might have said that about Ant-Man. Like, he doesn't scream standalone film to me. No, but they were already 15 films into yeah, it. And, and it that... was now, okay, now is time to introduce a couple of heroes that you don't know so much about, but we can make good. Yeah. 
You know? I know what you mean. Unless this of... is going to tie into the previous era, <laughs> the... and they don't reset the universe with Flash, although it seems like the perfect opportunity to do it. The, I think they are going to reset the universe with Flash. My thing is that they've still got films out after this that they've omitted are... Tie into the... Well, kind of tie, like Aquaman 2. Aquaman is going to come out played by Jason Momoa. Obviously, they've established that multi-universal variants of yourself can look like you, like Barry Allen looks like himself in yeah. the trailer, or they can not, in that there's two Bruce Waynes in the trailer and yeah. they don't look anything alike. So I guess you could argue that maybe Jason Momoa's Aquaman is from a different universe. Well, this is failed. That's why he's not married to Amber Heard in this one. <laughs> this has failed many, many test screenings, apparently. Oh, yeah. It's really, it's bombing. No but I don't what. know if that's because of Amber Heard. I don't know. No, I've just uh, people have just said it's boring. Just like it's just boring, and maybe it's because it's trying to think so write itself into this universe, and I don't think it, it can do. I I wouldn't be surprised if when's that to you for release? Uh, it is due to come out Christmas Day this year. Right. I would not be surprised if that gets cancelled. I would think how close you were to getting Batgirl. And they cancel it. I would not be shocked if that gets cancelled. I would personally swap that and the Flash. Yeah, have Flash for release dates. Have the Flash come out in December. But they want they want a summer blockbuster. They need to have a summer blockbuster to get the ball rolling. That's fair. But I know what you mean because No Way Home was the blockbuster of Christmas yep. for us. So I get totally what you mean. After Aquaman. Uh, is another one that won't fit into James Gunn's universe, is uh, the second Joker film, Folly Adieu. Yeah, going ahead with that. Uh, and <laughs> and I, we even saw the first photos of it the other day, of um, Joker and Harley Quinn. Have we? Yeah, there were set photos released. Oh, I haven't seen that. Hang on, let me see if I can find them for you quickly. Make sure it's, it wasn't the AI rendered one, was it? That no, 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 it was, it was a real set photo release. Um because people like loads of people have the AI one going around. Yeah, no, I saw that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look anything like that, unless it is. No, I don't know how I feel about Folly Adieu. That's that's the only image I've seen. Oh, I have seen that one. I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about this film because, on one hand, the idea of a Harley Quinn musical sequel to that first film seems like the complete wrong direction. But then again, I was against the first film anyway. I didn't want that first film to be made. And I love it. You see, I, I think we did a, a podcast previously where we talked about this. Where we talked about um, Joker 2 and how we didn't like it. I am of the opinion that the musical segments will be hallucinations. Yeah, no, I remember you saying that now. Uh, I don't think any of the musical elements will be grounded in real life. If that makes sense. Yeah, which, well, they did that, funnily enough, in the Birds of Prey film. Yeah. There was musical segments, and they were just all her just having an absolute, like, episode in the head when she was unconscious or something. So I think it could be something along those lines. But again, it's so weird to reset your universe and either start with Blue Beetle and then two films set in different universes, because Aquaman 2 technically set in the old one, and that's set in Joker universe. Well, after... Or to make them so that they are somehow all tied together, which I still don't understand. It's still a bit of a a, a bonfire is DC, even with James Gunn trying to fix it all. The next film immediately out after that is The Batman Part 2. 
which is in another universe. Oh. It's not in the DCEU, and it's not in the Joker universe either. So right. completely I... separate with what um, James Gunn has been describing as Elseworlds. Yeah, Elseworlds story, which I love the idea of Elseworlds story, but then you need to be doing them later on. You need, you to, need to be, to be making it clear. Your... Yeah. And you need to be doing stories that you get the advantage of them being Elseworld stories. Do you know what I mean? Like, DC Elseworld stories aren't just Batman fought the Joker, because that's a Batman story. Mm. A, a DC Elseworld story is Batman fights Dracula right. or something like that. Do okay, you know? so, you've reminded me from saying that. James Gunn confirmed that the first film to be set in the new DCU after The Flash is going to be the Superman film. That's next out. Right, so Blue Beetle won't be in... It's definitely not in the new universe. So, so something's going to happen. When that? What? When does that come out? October 3rd, 2025. A year what? after. 2025? Well, Superman Legacy isn't meant to come out until July 11th, 2025. So are you telling me that he's going to reset the DCU this year... And then not have the first film of the DCU come out till 2025. Supposedly. Looking at this list, it's getting less and less likely that The Flash will reset the universe. Yeah, because make... there's one, two... There's, well, there's two There's two films after Flash that are directly set in that universe. Yeah, and then there's two films there's two which two are Elseworlds films. Then there's James Gunn's Superman Legacy... Which is set to come out in July 2025. Immediately after that is Supergirl, World of Tomorrow. Which, like I said, I think that's the Cara Dune shit. I think yeah. that's where he's, he says he's going to lift from the, uh, the Tom King uh, story. Which I'm probably going to go out and read. Yeah, in the film following King's comic books, the story will be a space-set journey following Supergirl, a dog and a young girl seeking revenge. It's not yet been Dogs in space! <laughs> Immediately after that, we get another look at Batman with Brave and the Bold, that which one... is a um, Batman and Robin story where Robbie is, is Robin is Batman's son. Have you, yeah, have you, it's have Damien's way. Damien is is going to be the one where Damien's trying to kill him. Yeah, I think it's going to be Grant Morrison era Batman and Robin. Yeah, where um, Robin is is the child of Bruce Wayne and Talia Al Ghul. Mm. And has been raised pretty much by Raz Al Ghul, who is a villain of Batman, so doesn't really know what to think. And then Talia Al Ghul just kind of drops him off on his doorstep and is like, You need a new Robin, here you go. Yeah. And he has to deal with He has to teach him with not also he Robin just wants to kill people. Yeah, also like there's a bit in Injustice, obviously, where that Robin then kills the first Robin, Mm. Dick Grayson, and Batman gives him the cold line, You're not my son. Dick Grayson was my son. I think it's fucking, again, is this a good idea to make your first Batman film a, ta- like, co- complex relationship one like that? Like, the first Batman film in the DCU was a complex relationship with Superman. And this is now going to be a complex relationship with Robin. I to, can we not just establish this Batman a bit? Yeah. Because... Why does it always have to be Batman and... Yeah. Why can't it just be Batman? Yeah. Whereas, do you know what really worked? The Batman. Yeah. And it wasn't the Batman and this. It was the Batman. No relationships. Just throw... Oh, I'm getting annoyed talking about it now. I went from actually being dead excited about talking about <laughs> DC to actually when I peel away the skin off of it, I'm, I'm not happy. Well, the next one after that is Swamp Thing. Despite the fact that there is a Swamp Thing TV show on Amazon Prime. 
Yeah, but that got cancelled. It did get cancelled. Being made by um, James Mangold, who uh, made Logan. Yeah, I'd be interested in that because the TV show was good. And he also is making the new Indiana Jones film, though, so we'll see. Oh, yeah. That's what trailer that I'm glad. Do you know what it's called, the new Indiana Jones film, by the way? You know how it's it's Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom? The new one's called Indiana Jones. Why won't you die? called the dial of destiny i fucking hate all of it i oh, absolutely worse than crystal skull in it yeah the dial of destiny sounds like <sighs> the it's... aids of aids <laughs> that sounds like in the 80s if they tried to do an, an indiana jones comic book yeah yeah or a game yeah playstation one indiana jones game or Set atari us. game now yeah. sega mega drive i'll, I'll say yeah, it's very yeah grinding one. as you put the disc in <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking um, yeah. Ugh. After Swamp Thing, by the way, um, neither Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, World of Tomorrow, or Swamp Thing, none of them have a release date as of yet. Okay. Um, that makes me more nervous. It does. Because, because it... the last time they had no specific... Actually, no, you know what? Remember the last time they did a big reveal and they did like a 10-year plan and they all had release dates? Yeah. And everyone started skitting them every time a release date would come around and go, oh, I'm so glad this Green Lantern 2 film has come out. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well. The, the next film on the list is The Authority. Yeah, now The Authority, Which, he's explained, and it sounds really like, again, another deep cut, but how do you set this up? The Authority are a group of people with superpowers who decide that they don't like superheroes being as like independent as they are. So they come in. It's not like a Thunderbolts. It's a bit like the version of Thunderbolts. They're yeah. coming in to work with the government. And to, I think it was something like that he said. But then as he was explaining it, I was, I was thinking, where in the, the amount of films you've had, were these showing up to suggest that there's tons of metahumans? This again feels like a 10 years down the line film. Yeah. Why are we having this now? Well, announced after that is, and I'm this is genuinely the article I'm reading, which is on The Wrap, um, <laughs> the next film announced doesn't have a title, so it just says "Untitled Black Superman Movie," <laughs> which um, is what I want it to be called. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Imagine that just being like some executive set thing. What we call it, James? I'm going to call well, it "Untitled Black Superman Movie." The um, kids will love it. The the film is being ripped by Taneshi Coates. Um, and it's been produced by J.J. Abrams. Now, you said that with, like, oh, like, that was good. I want to remind you that the last things he touched was Star Wars. Okay. Right? And he didn't put enough effort into that. He set up a good one, and then he had to finish off the mistake he did of letting someone else steer the wheel on that. And then the other thing he's done since is um, him, uh, he, him and his son decided to do um, a Spider-Man comic. And... Um, and I think it was set in the Spider-Man film universe, you know, the Sam Raimi ones. Oh, yeah. I, I might be misremembering, but everyone went fucking nuts because they were like, oh, you're doing Spider-Man 4. And then he kind of like just wrote something else completely different. And everybody, it, it bombed. It proper bombed. I bought the first issue because I think it, I thought it was like, it'll be worth something one day, this shite comic. Spider-Man Bloodline. Yeah, I think it was about him having a son or something. I don't know. Weird. But everyone was like really annoyed that they'd gone down this route rather than go down the actual old Spider-Man yeah. films route more. 
Well, the 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 black suit Superman film that's uh, everyone's been rumored it'll be Michael B. Jordan. Well, it's officially in Elseworlds as well, so it's not going to be in James Gunn's. Oh my god! Universe. Oh, that was the other problem with it. That was the other problem with the untitled black Superman film. So. They've said that they are going to make it an Elseworlds, but it's still Clark Kent. But everyone's going, even the black community are going, but we've got a black Superman. Why yeah. don't you make it? The And forgive me, I don't know his name, because um, I'm not a fan of Superman, but there is a black Superman. Yeah. He always an established character with an established name. You don't have to make Clark Kent black. You've got a black Superman. Yeah, it, it's, it, it'd be like... Um... It was like, it might be like making, what if Peter Parker was black? You've got Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. Why are you yeah, making literally. Peter Parker black? You don't have to. Why is fucking um, Hank Jordan black when you've got Jon Stewart? Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. It's, it's stupid. So and that isn't, that isn't like my point of view. There's a ton of people. I think even Michael B. Jordan or some prolific black actor who's also a nerd, came out and pointed this out and went, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you writing off a black character? Yeah. Well, also, I'm just reading here, it wasn't on the list, but Gunn has uh, officially announced that he plans to go forward with Green Lantern projects as well. Yeah. And they're going to be set in the Lantern Corps. It's not going to be Hank Jordan. And it's Hal, Hal Jordan. Jordan. Sorry, it's not going to be Hal Jordan. <laughs> Hank Jordan. I know he has done that. And it's not going to be Hal Jordan. And it's it's not going to be... Uh, you know, I do Green Lanterns and, and Green Lantern accessories. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's going to be more about, um, you know, the core. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, and things like that. It's going to be about the whole fear and uh, hope and justice. Which should and, be interesting. Yeah, it should be good to get that. Um, it just does... It's hard to, to, to say this is how a cinematic universe should look without comparing it to Marvel because obviously they're the only one who've really done it. Yeah. like, But it yeah. made so much sense to do individual films of these characters, introduce them, and then have a giant get-together at the film. You know, like mm. crossover at the end. I understand we know these characters very well, so you might not need to do that. But... From a DC universe, I want Superman, I want Batman, I want Wonder Woman, I want Flash, and I want Green Lantern. Mm. I don't really care about Blue Beetle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I don't, I, I, Blue Beetle might have some fucking great comic books. Like, Animal Man is a, a, a DC run from the New 52. It's criminally underrated. Is this never the guy? Be an animal. He can talk to animals. Yeah, he can talk. He can talk to animals, but then it turns out he finds out he's hurting animals. Is yeah. he doing it or something? So it's, it's a banging run. It's really good. There's lots of new Fifty Two runs that are great. You can make loads of great TV shows out of them, but we just don't. We just and we're getting a Penguin TV show. That's true, but that that will be Elseworld. Right? That's Elseworld, yeah. <laughs> um, like at this point, the Elseworld is going to become the. I want to live in the Elseworld. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't... can I go to that world and have their DCEU please where Henry Cavill's still Superman see this has been again the weird the theme of this fucking talk nerdy channel is always I'm trying to talk about DC and bring it to a good light and I end up getting annoyed and pissed off and then whenever I think I'm annoyed at Marvel I talk it out and I'm actually excited yeah. I, I, and, and the future of comic book movies is one where I still feel DC DC have really got to pull something out of the bag. The Flash, I think, is going to be 
the first big thing out of the bag, I think that'll be a hit. But um, I, I just can't see the rest of it lining up that well. No, it, the, the things that have been announced aren't what I expect from a DC lineup. They aren't really what I want from a DC lineup either. Um, I think you nailed it on the head. You want a Batman, you want a Superman, you want a Wonder Woman, you want all these films, and then them to meet together. And a Justice just... League plot at the end. Again, do you know what? I want the DCEU that we've just had not fucked up. Don't we all? Start with Man of Steel. Brilliant. Batman vs. Superman could have been really good. Should have just been a standalone Batman film. Mm. Justice League with the Zack Snyder vision was a really good Justice League. To be honest, they could have just gotten away with asking Zack Snyder with the tail between their legs. Oh, don't give me that. I don't, no, I don't want the Snyder fans. Uh, no. The Snyder cut was really good, though, compared to the Joss <sighs> Whedon cut. It was, wasn't, it was, okay, it was really good compared to the Joss Whedon cut. It wasn't really good overall. I, I thought it was a good film. Uh, it made more sense. It made more sense. I was more excited, like, I, at no point during the original Justice League with Joss Whedon was I on the edge of my seat. I wasn't, but I wasn't with... I was with this one, like, especially at the end when they were actually fighting. There was actually peril at the end and the characters actually looked good and they were actually doing things that mattered. Like actually. going, Like the Flash actually managed to go back in time during the Snyder yeah. Cut, which is something that has not been established other than him appearing to Bruce Wayne. I'd yeah. like to see him learn that he can do that. Yeah. We haven't seen that. We no. all know it as Flash fans, but... People going into this are going to have to remember, he can go back in time because we saw him for a brief 30 seconds in Batman vs Superman, alluding to a film that is 10 years later. Yeah, that he can go back in time. Now, I think it's just one of them things where, hopefully, I want to hope that DC does it right, but it sounds like it's still going to be a mess. Marvel, hopefully, are going to get back on track. I don't know if comic fatigue will end, because I feel like DC are the ones causing comic fatigue. Yeah. Um, and by the sounds of it, we're more excited about the Elseworlds and the Batman universe than... James Gunn's upcoming universe. And maybe a little bit more than Marvel's. That being said, if you told me that the most exciting media, or the most uh, DC media that I've enjoyed more than anything else, if you told me five years ago, your favourite DC show is going to be Peacemaker. Yeah! Yeah. I'd go, what the fuck? But James Gunn? Yeah, James Gunn. So, so you never know. That's a very good that's a very good point. And on that point, we will end the pod. So I wanna thank you for listening to us. Just literally just dive into the future of Marvel and DC and comic book films. Tell us what you think, what your opinions. Um by emailing emailing us at talknerduk at gmail.com or by commenting down below wherever you see this pod after you've given us a nice five-star review, of yes, course. Yes, please. Um, but, yeah, tell us what you think. And, th- I mean, let's be honest, you're, you're definitely all opinionated. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to us and you wouldn't be into comics. And to be honest, if you want a really good universe and you're a bit of a normie, as I've, I've labelled you, if you want a really good universe, read comics. Yeah. Just go in, read some comics. Marvel comics are quite good at the moment. DC, again, the Batman stuff's really good at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could go back and you could read some some previous runs as well. You're going to need to know a bit about Kang. So Kang Dynasty, Kang the Conqueror, mm. all those runs are really good to check out. Um, but yeah, just read more comics. People yeah. You just need to read more comics. Read more comics. What a lovely message for us to end this podcast on. So... 
On that note, I've been Jay. I've been Hagrid. And we've been Talking Nerdy. Keep Talking Nerdy! Tell me what you dream of, future sailors.